Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Another day, another possible reboot. I don't know. Miss Shannon's going to tell us all about this questionable project that may or may not happen here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. We're streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We're everything entertainment. Colleen and Bradley are out today enjoying some summer vacation time. In the meantime, in between time, I'm Holly. Miss Shannon is here. And and I literally just broke my monitor, so oh, you're going to well, have to bear with me as we keep talking I about will this. Be here, why don't you tell the fine folks at home about Jennifer Aniston? You know Jennifer Aniston? She's on the cover of InStyle magazine. Yes, and then she had this article that just came out. And so uh, I was reading this one, and she, of course, has been talking about so much that is going on. And one of them is, we have been asking for years, will there be a Friends reboot? Will there be a Friends reboot? Will there be a Friends reboot? To the point that she says that a number of her... Um, co-hosts are tired of the question. Um, And she doesn't necessarily think that there will be a reboot of that. But she did come up with a interesting idea as something that we could see instead. So are you ready to hear this particular idea? Uh, I don't don't know. But tell it to me anyways, because... You know, because, you know, because I mean, because I mean, the, I mean, honestly, OK, we've been waiting since, you know, as she said in this particular article in the style match, she goes before the show even ended. People were asking if we were coming back, she said, and she has herself. She was almost on board with that. But she says that she doesn't think that the guys are on board with it. Um, but what she did suggest is that maybe she and the female co-stars, Lisa, Courtney and she could do a reboot reboot of the Golden Girls, where they would spend their last years together on wicker furniture. I would watch that. You would watch I this? I would watch that. Why if would you did, watch because that? Because one, I don't think it would be a true reboot, because I think that that's part of the reason why I don't want a Friends reboot. I feel like so much of that show is based upon them being them in that particular time period. Yeah. So I don't necessarily want to see them Right now, it's still too in between and I'm not nostalgic enough. But if it turned out that they had all lived their lives and then the characters of Lisa Courtney and Jennifer Anderson, their characters were now in their 50s, let's say, and doing their Golden Girls living their best life and like them cohabitating together. Yeah. That I'd be on board with. 
I need them to be older. Okay. So you need them to even be in their 60s. 60s, 70s. That is what I think of. I mean, I know that the original Golden Girls are a little younger than that, but I'm thinking in the way that we're changing the way that we live our lives, I want them to be a little older because, Shannon, you touched on something that I totally 100% believe in. Right. I'm not nostalgic enough for it yet. Exactly. Okay, that's fair. So I agree with you. I don't I I don't miss friends to the point that I might let's check in on them and see what they're doing. I would be willing to check in with them if they were all like hanging out in Florida or <laughs> or even if they st- if they lived in New York, I don't care where they live. But if they were like, you know what? You know, some of us had kids and they're all we're all empty nesters and we're that if all of that storyline had continued and now we're trying to figure out, you know, maybe one of their husbands had passed away, maybe even gone through a divorce, maybe one never managed to get married, whatever that storyline is. Mm-hmm. I think that that's an interesting story. Do you think that people, yourself included, are invested enough in the characters where you actually are interested to see where yes. they want to go? That these characters, Rachel, Phoebe, Monica, right. are compelling enough to revisit. I think so. And years. to see which characters had grown and evolved and which one you're like, oh my gosh, you are exactly the same. Because I think we all have that friend that you're like, I knew you when we were in high school and in college and you are the same person. Yes. And then other people are like, oh my gosh, you are so different. <laughs> and are. I think that part, I think that's an interesting journey and it could still be really funny. Yeah. I want to see that. Okay. So give it even 20 if, years. Yeah. So, or give it, give it five years. And then I think this would be interesting because we do see this happen so often. People will, they'll go through all the process to do the makeup to look younger. I would be fine with it. Even if they flash forward and they, these women were willing to sit in a chair and look a little older, give them a few wrinkles, oh, you know, I, maybe, I, you know, I would be cool with that. Have you seen some of these women? <laughs> Lately, Shannon. You're like, you know what? They don't want to look any older. They're no. trying too hard to stay in stasis. You're no. right. Bless her heart. Courtney Cox does not want to look any older than she is right now. So to get into the makeup chair. Now, True. that would be an interesting See, I think experience. it would be like if they if we age them a little bit every day. You know, someone that'd ta- be fun. Taking someone who wants to look really young and they've shaped their face like to be that way in real life. And then you put on aging makeup. Right. What is that? That'd be a fascinating transformation. All right. Rick Baker needs to get on that. (laughs) Isn't that, isn't that something in one of those makeup shows on sci-fi where they do something like that? That would be fun. Or, you know, I give them a little extra weight, give them a little extra weight. See what happened. You know, you earned those pounds. Yes. You know, I'm like, I. the last thing I want to hear when I'm 70 is whether they think I should go on a diet or not go on a diet. Oh, my gosh. You know? Right? Yeah. Exactly. You know, whatever size I'm at, I'm going to be right sized. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is. Maybe I'll be thinner. Maybe I'll be heavier. I don't know yet. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> so talking about this, yes, we can see these characters, the characters from Friends, possibly going on a journey, a Golden Girls-esque journey. Right. Just like, let's leave the Golden Girls out of it. Let's just let okay. the Golden Girls stay in, uh, stay golden. Stay golden. Back in the eighties, so we'll have to have another name for yes. it. You know, so we it can be Golden Girls esque. Yes, not necessarily these actresses doing a reboot and they find a fourth actress. That's yes. what you're saying. Yes. That's cool. That's okay. cool. Thank I would watch you. this. I mean, this show. I because I am interested in that story because I don't feel like you hear that story as often. That uh, you know, you know, what do we do? Because my girlfriends and I have talked about that. You know what? You know, especially the, the, a couple of us are divorced. We're like, well, maybe we don't go on that journey of we have to find another mate. Maybe we do, but if we don't, I could see us all, you know, being housemates. I'm and ready getting to, a cool house uh, and oh. hanging out and traveling and whatever when our kids are older. Shannon, that is my dream. I am see? ready for communal living. Right, right. I think I'll be fine. I'm ready right now. I haven't <laughs> even made. 
I haven't made the journey to get a divorce yet. <laughs> I'm not at that part of the journey, but you know I what? am all and in. And you don't have to take that part, you know, kind of thing. Right, yeah. So who knows? There are lots of reason, ways to get to that part of your life. Maybe you just eventually, who knows, you get married, maybe you never even get divorced. You just guys eventually decide that you need to live in different houses and you move in with your girlfriends. Oh, there are lots of things on the journey. Oh, that journey that you just described, Shannon, sounds <laughs> delightful and lovely. We'll and work it's on one, it. that, that one that I'm totally willing to work, we'll work on. on it, yes. yes. <laughs> All right. So we're here to watch the Friends characters evolve. Just like, let's not leave, bring the Golden Girls Okay, into fair it. enough. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So when we get back. Shannon's doing something this weekend that sounds like a lot of fun. What are you doing? I'm hanging out at Crayfest. Yes. Shannon's <laughs> hanging out at Crayfest, which sounds like a fantastic time. Yes. But she does find it interesting that we, as a culture at large, love to do food-based events. Right. A whole base. I mean, a whole weekend or a whole day around one particular food item. Yeah. What's the deal with that? (laughs) Going from Friends to Seinfeld asking these questions. Plus, uh, got a little more food news for you. First, it was Kenny Rogers Roaster. Then it was Pasta Mania. Mm. Now this celebrity is coming out with his own fast food line. We'll tell you who that is and more when we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 107.1. What's the deal with going to a food fest? That is what we are contemplating here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Streaming live, MyTalk1071.com, also on the MyTalk 1071 app. If you don't have it, download it. You could be eligible to win some fun, fantastic prizes just for listening. Uh, now, don't worry, before we move on, Colleen Bradley, they're doing just fine. It's summer. Yes. People go on vacation. Right. So we're holding down the fort until they come back on Monday. And part of the fun of summer is doing outdoor festivals especially here in the twin cities i feel like you got to get out. It, it is your moral obligation to enjoy as many outdoor festivities as you exactly. can in the three months that we have of summer and shannon <laughs> you are doing that very thing this weekend right i'm going to Crayfest for the first time ever and i think they've been going this is like their sixth year yeah and they do it next to the smack shack in uh minneapolis and they shut the whole thing the whole street down you can come there and you can eat all, it's like all you can eat crayfish and in beer and bands that are playing. So that part seems normal. That, well, yeah. yeah. And I yeah. thought it was interesting because then when I went and I talked to him, when they were talking about why they decided to do Crayfest, like I didn't really know that much about the way that crayfish are looked at here in Minnesota. They're an invasive species and there's a reason why it's okay to eat mass quantities of them because they're really one of those foods that I'm going, I don't hate this, but this is a lot of work. <laughs> For the oh, no, you for mean, the amount of food that you get to ingest. Oh yes, you're you know, saying the that crayfish itself, taking apart the crayfish, yes, and doing just that, to do yeah. all that. I'm like, it's a lot of work. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so yeah, I understand. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, so my girlfriend and I gotta go, uh, and we're gonna hang out and see who goes to things like crayfest. Um, but I do think it's interesting that somebody sat there and said, you know what, we could do a whole concert and day event about crayfish to bring uh, uh, information and and the world of crayfish to the populace who knew that there was a whole world right to be discovered exactly you know and i you know it just made me think of like when they have like the bloody mary festival and all these other things that you're like is this just an, you know the, it seems like it's just an excuse to talk about this one food and that is interesting to me like when you have a food truck festival yes i kind of get that because that's a multitude of things yes. going on mm-hmm. when it's all about one food item and they do an eight hour day 
That is fascinating. Of celebrating that. Correct. There are whole towns that dedicate themselves to these kinds of things. There's a place in California called Gilroy. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's the garlic capital of the U.S. <laughs> or the world. But they celebrate that. Just that one particular food item. Right. With I, that, I'm like, that's it, what it, you're known for. So, okay. Well, and then I suppose maybe the question that you're asking is, like, what what would compel you so much about a Bloody Mary that would make you want to go and spend your free leisure time right. celebrating this one Food item. Food item. Right. <laughs> like, what, what, what's the deal with that? I don't know. But yeah. I love I love that in the culture that we live in now that we can get really specific yes. in the things that we love. And that you it's can... It's like we ran out of big things to party and celebrate. Yeah. So we're like, you know what? It's cool to have just a mini thing. Yes. A tiny thing that's that, that we're all in yeah. on this thing. Exactly. And <laughs> you're going to find your people right. that you want to celebrate with and meet new people who are really into this thing because right. I bet you're going to have a fantastic time this weekend. Yeah, and I'm just that. curious like who else would go and hang out and and it does sound messy also. <laughs> and that's what I think I'm interested in it as well is because I feel like it's not by any means going to be like a bougie event. Like it's clearly right. like you're hanging out, you're eating things that inherently are kind of gross to eat and they're not and there's nothing really i mean unless you're kind of on off you know off center i don't think eating crayfish is a sexy food you're just kind of fishy and it gives you that red yeah. dye on your fingers I mean, it could be and maybe the, that whole, I the mean, whole suck in the head I, part yeah. it's still kind of gross well well, I mean, it could be I attractive guess. for some for some people. I I think that it's one of those things too, where it's just <laughs> like slurping I, on crayfish. But, but if you meet somebody, <laughs> Shannon, you meet somebody. Yes, like if you're looking to meet somebody, and you meet somebody in in a wonderful place like that, you've already broken down so True. many dating seals right, and dating right. thresholds. I mean, because. Think about it like when you're out dating right. and, and you're looking for somebody, you may take months before you feel <laughs> comfortable just even using somebody's bath you know, right. or just there's so many different things. I like it here because so, I can see the visual. Hey, nice to meet you. Because <sighs> I'm, I'm sucking on a crayfish. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> they meet me and I'm inher- ingesting yes. crayfish guts. We're all in. Yes. You don't have to worry about whether I eat with my hands or get something stuck in my teeth. That's what I'm saying. All right. So this is going to be a fantastic experience (laughs) for you, Shannon. All right. And when you meet the love of your life or you hook up your friend with somebody or I don't know what it's, you're going to have such a fun time. Okay. That'll be the stories that we tell, you know, eventually on our anniversary, our fictitious anniversary as I'm flashing forward into the future. It's like, well, where'd you meet him? At Crayfest. And I had a crayfish head stuck in my face and he still thought I was cute. Yes. All right. I'm good with that. And it was love from across the room. Right. Yes. All right. Oh my gosh. Now, if anybody act, if anybody goes mm-hmm. and they meet somebody, you know, just uh, yeah. just tweet at us, Holly D. Roberts and Miss Shannon. Where are you? Yeah. So yeah. Miss Shannon with an A. So yes. at Miss Shannon. Mm-hmm. Yes. Embrace life. Now, uh, something that uh, we're going to move on to in the world of food. We're not doing cheat day Friday like usually what happens during the Colleen and Bradley show. We're going to save. Some mm, delicious treats that I know uh, Colleen and Bradley can't wait to eat. We're going to wait for those for next Friday. Mm -hmm. But in the meantime, between time, we're going to talk more food stories. So there is a new celebrity chain restaurant that is coming your way. It is not Kenny Rogers. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. There's Roaster. That happened. Bless his heart. He tried. <laughs> then there was something local. Now, basically, this is an excuse for me to remind you that Hulk Hogan, the wrestler, <laughs> yes. the superstar, used to have a pasta restaurant in the Mall of America. Now, you may not remember this, but I'm going to take you back to the early 90s. I just want you to listen to this and enjoy the nostalgia, a little flashback Friday Ah. of Hulk Hogan's pasta mania in the Mall of America. Let's just listen for a couple seconds. WCW Zone World Heavyweight Champion Hulk Hogan. He's got pasta mania in the Mall of America. I want to try to get a word with him if I can squeeze in there. Hulk Hogan coming up. Debut edition of Monday Nitro. You've got Big Bub in the main event. Who's the greatest wrestler in the world? You know something, Eric Bischoff? Tonight on Monday Nitro, Pasta Mania has got all my Hulkamaniacs running wild. And I've eaten so many Hulkaroos and Hulkyus, I kind of feel sorry for Big Bubba, brother, because tonight, brother, first time on TNT, I'm putting the WCW. Oh, his Hulkaroos! <laughs> yeah! Just wanted to bring and you back a little. Is that what he a said? Hulkaroo and a Hulkaroos. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Something, you know, like speaking. Anyway, so that was a short lived restaurant in the Mall of America. <laughs> Back in the early 90s, I think it was in the South Food Court on the third level. Awesome. Because I went to the mall a lot when I was little. I Understandable. Digress. But now, getting into the fast food chain, Guy Fieri. <laughs> Guy Fieri is bringing you something called Chicken Guy. <laughs> say it like that because he, he it included his, an yeah. exclamation point and the font is tilted on the box. Mm. So this is pretty similar to something that is popular. I know many people like the chain Raising Cane's. Right. The chicken fingers. The fancy chicken fingers. The mm-hmm. fancy chicken fingers, exactly. So uh, Chicken Guy has fancy chicken fingers. And uh, there's going to be 22 dunking options for your fries <laughs> and for your chicken fingers. Now, this so is you can get something- all the different types of fancy mustards and cheeses and and sauces. Yeah, exactly. Now, um, Chicken Guy officially opened today. That's very exciting, but unfortunately, it's not in the Twin Cities. But it's just it's one of those things that, Shannon, would you be compelled to eat at a restaurant with a celebrity's name on it? Would no. you be like Guy Fieri? I love him. He takes me to Flavor Town all the time on dry, uh, diners, drive-ins, and dives. And now he's making food complicated, though, because I'm like, I get raisin canes, and you already have Chick Fil A and all these other places, so I'm not going to go to it and stand in line just because he I I think this is one of those things that you'll um, you'll forget immediately that it's his chain like and you'll just go do I want chicken fingers or not yeah and I believe that this uh, if you do want to eat some chicken guy Mm. um, (laughs) 
Uh, I think that this uh, is going to be in Orlando, Florida. So mm. uh, it's uh, near the Planet Hollywood Observatory ah. at Disney Springs at Walt Disney World. Oh. So if you're going to Disney Their World. flagship restaurant yes. at Disney World. So look, if you're going to Disney World and you want some chicken fingers and you want to go to Flavortown, then go on in and do this. But They've I'm, got the I'm, price. I'm, they have the menu yeah, up. And I, it's pretty reasonable. <laughs> I mean, five ninety nine for three tenders. Is that what you're willing to play? Yeah. <laughs> ask yourself that. Look yourself in the mirror and ask, are you willing to pay $5.99 for some tenders? Ah. Oh. All right. Oh, if only Pasta Mania still lived on. All right. When we come back, we're going to talk Lord and Lady D-Bag here on the Colleen and Bradley Show with Holly and Shannon on My Talk 1071. celebrities sometimes they act a fool and we have to talk about them here on the colleen and bradley show on my talk 1071 i'm holly i'm here with shannon colleen bradley they'll be back on monday but we got to get to those lord and lady d-bags presenting lord and lady douchebag of the day all right shannon now for this next story i feel like we need to deconstruct this potential D-bag. Right. Because we have to figure out whether or not this person even belongs in this segment. Because it's a matter of motivation is really what it is. Not a matter of action. Because we're talking about Jesse James Decker, who we know she's a country singer, uh, and I like her music. She's very good. If you're a fan of the pop country, you know who it is. And then she had her little reality show that she and her her husband, you know, the NFL player, they had this cool reality show, and that's all fine. And that's what makes us question this particular thing. Because most recently, she had posted a photo on Instagram, and it's her holding her baby, breastfeeding, and she is also holding a glass of wine. And so she posts this picture of her breastfeeding and then, you know, and and basically, and it's a very innocuous quote. She just goes, cheers, B word, you know, Mm -hmm. kind of thing. And it's her hanging out, feeding her baby. Yep. So this is where the discussion comes in. I personally, I think it's a beautiful picture. I think it's cool that she's feeding her baby and she's breastfeeding. I'm not necessarily upset about that. But the fact that she didn't put more context into the picture and doesn't explain, like, it's more of just it seems so attention grabbing versus I'm trying to show that it's great that you breastfeed or it's great that you are doing self-care. I don't get why she's doing this. Yeah. So it seems like it's just stealing the limelight from an issue that could be really cool. Yeah. What do you think? I am totally with you, okay. Shannon, because it, it, it seems to me, yes, of course, like it, it's a, just a photo mm-hmm. of Jesse James Decker doing what so many women do on a daily basis. And, yes. and, and, and if you want to share that on social media, that's your prerogative. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's something that I feel like it's in the conver- cultural conversation. Right. Uh, it has been as of late. And hey, here's your photo. But it feels like this photograph. Exactly, Shannon. It is very attention seeking with little to no context. Right. And as a result of the photograph having little to no context, she understands that it's going to make people angry or at least it's going to make some people angry. And then she's going to start getting the negative comments because she quite often posts very voluminous posts. I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff going on in her post where she'll explain exactly why she put the picture. So it's, we've seen her breastfeeding before even. Yeah. And she's explained. Explained it all the way. So the one that's just like, cheers, 
Now I'm like, okay, now you're doing too much. Yeah. Maybe. Well, maybe. Well, mm-hmm. and it's what she's doing here. Yeah, she's asking for attention. She's she's seeking out controversy where right. no controversy lies. Because she's not the, explaining, you know, mm-hmm. why she's doing this photo. She's not explaining why she's sitting there holding a glass of wine while she's... So now the people in the comments have to sit there and... Duke it out. Well, they're going to duke it out. They're going to speculate. Right. Then they're going to get in fights with each other. Exactly. Then they're going to comment more. And then as a result of all of this made up controversy, she's going to find herself on the front story of people.com, which she was this <laughs> afternoon. <Right. sighs> There is no controversy in this photograph, but she has created the controversy by omitting information and putting it up there in the first place. And and even just by the look in her face in the photograph, she you know that she understands what she's doing by putting this photograph on social media this way. Yes. In this way. Mm -hmm. So controversy where there is little baggy. Little baggy. Okay. All right. Little baggy. In conclusion, we have found you. Jesse James Decker to be slightly debaggy. Correct. Mm-hmm. Slightly debaggy. Yeah, it took a little workshopping, but yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got there. And uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you can go to people.com and check out the photograph for yourself. Mm-hmm. And you can duke it out in the comments right. section on there because I'm not going to. And no. I don't think Shannon is going to waste not her time either. But if you want to get into a fight with someone today, you're feeling a little sassy and you want to defend your position hop on, on that. Hop on and get on the argument train. <laughs> All right, now, uh, thank you for sharing that, Shannon. We yes. are doing Lord and Lady D-Bag here on the Colleen and Bradley Show with myself, Holly, Miss Shannon. Oh, now, earlier in the show, Shannon revealed that she doesn't much follow the royal family. Correct. And uh, we at My Talk 1071 do. Mm-hmm. Now, my D-Bag of the day isn't necessarily the person who is doing the writing, but it is the facilitator of said writing. Ah, okay. So I am making... The British grocery store chain Waitrose, my tea bag of the day. <laughs> now, if you don't know Waitrose, okay. Waitrose, 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 Waitrose. Mm-hmm. yes, Waitrose is the fancy grocery store in Britain. Okay. So you know how we kind of have different levels of grocery stores here in the Twin yes. Cities. Waitrose would be considered the fancy one. Got it. And Waitrose is um, maybe enabling. Is the right word. They're enabling Pippa Middleton to have a public platform for her nonsense. (laughs) Now, you are not a fan of Pippa, of the royals, correct? Well, I enjoy the royals to a degree. But I mean Pippa in specific. Yeah, but Pippa specifically, for some reason... We all have that person mm-hmm. that just really grinds our gears for no reason. Pippa? She just grates on your nerves. Yeah, she just okay. grates on my Got nerves. It. And she has ever since the royal wedding between Prince William and Duchess Kate, Duchess Kate. Yes. Okay. The reason being that everyone made a big deal out of Pippa Middleton's butt. <laughs> all right. She didn't have a butt. I mean, she anatomically, yes, she has a behind. Okay. But it was not a big deal. Okay. And people tried to make her into a big deal, even though she was not a big deal. There's nothing to get excited about. All right. She is just an average person who happens to have a famous relative. And then by proxy, she becomes famous. I got it. Okay. So she tried to make herself a thing. And people tried to enable her career. She tried to write party planning books at one point in time, which basically the party planning book was like, 
here, make a card that says happy birthday on it. <laughs> it's like, because she doesn't live in regular people world. No, so she, she doesn't. doesn't no, so, so she doesn't know how to do it. Okay. Uh, and then she also did some things. She was a contributing editor for Vanity Fair. I even think that the, t- the Today Show, bless their hearts, tried to give Pippa a job. So they kept giving just, her jobs that weren't real. They were yeah. like, they were like uh, there's, noth- there's nothing compelling. No substance. There's no, no substance. substance to Pippa okay. Middleton. Anyways, Waitrose is trying to do the same thing. The fancy British grocery store chain, who is my D-bag of the day, <laughs> in their new supermarket monthly called Waitrose Kitchen. So it's the free magazine that you get at the front of the grocery store. And she's talking about her fitness routine. Okay. Why? <laughs> Does she have one? What does she say? Well, here she has to say, she says that you can go swimming. She said, it's so good for you. You could swim every day. <laughs> but here's the catch, Shannon. Yes. Here's Pippa Middleton's wise advice on swimming. A thing that you couldn't get no place else but the Waitrose Magazine Weekly when you're going grocery shopping. She says, as long as you don't overexert yourself. <laughs> Dropping knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean... Shannon, because she's not an expert on anything. That's why no. she bothers you so much. Yes. Is that we keep allowing her to weigh in. Yes. When she really has no expertise in no. anything. But like, now we get her opinions like on I stuff. I am a boob who knows nothing about a lot of things. <laughs> but she says swimming is low impact and offers a wonderful feeling of weightlessness. <laughs> We've all been swimming, Shannon. Well, still for getting mo- a great most workout. of us, I love I, that. just like it's just so benign and so like Waitrose. <laughs> Surely, if you wanted to get somebody to talk about exercising in the third trimester of pregnancy, you could there reach so out many to other people there that are, are so actual experts. Many other people that are experts, or if you wanted to talk about fitness and pregnancy, talk to an actual athlete who has experienced. Birth. I would like to hear from Pippa Middleton's. Uh, trainer yeah <laughs> like if that's, that's fine. Fine. okay if they're like pippa middleton's trainer wrote this article yes. okay yeah that's yeah. about is <laughs> you don't want her actually here's what <laughs> relating the information pippa middleton says as summer weather contributes to feelings of bloating and swelling swimming <laughs> will keep your body cooler while exercising something that is a relief in pregnancy preventing swelling in the arms and legs thank I you just, so I, they filled in the science around her vacuous quote yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, I just, oh, bless their hearts. Now, <laughs> you know, I thank you for allowing me to have my irrational feelings about a person who is probably a quite lovely human being, or at least just a human being that is existing on this planet in a delightfully boring way. I appreciate you sharing the fact that you know that you probably shouldn't dislike her, but you still do. That's fair. Yeah. Some no. people just give you, you know, skeevy vibes. Yeah, well, okay. and it's not even, it's just, Stop giving her platforms. <laughs> the woman married a rich banker. She's on her way to being the aristocrat that she always wanted to be. Godspeed, Pippa Middleton. Godspeed. <laughs> I just don't want to read about you ever Fair again. Enough. Live your best life. <laughs> Do you? I don't want to hear about it. Anyways, <laughs> enough of that. Moving on Got to it. something way more exciting and something that you definitely want to hear about. Shannon was at Comic-Con and she called into this very show (laughs) from the floor of Comic-Con earlier this month. Well, I want to get all the details about Shannon's trip to Comic-Con, San Diego Comic-Con to be specific. It is an amazing, amazing event. And uh, we're going to hear all about Shannon's experiences at Comic-Con when we come back to the Colleen and Bradley show with Holly and Shannon here on My Talk 1071. Hey! 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 Hey!
Shannon went to Comic Con earlier this month in San Diego, and we're going to hear all about it here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Holly here with Miss Shannon. Colleen and Bradley are enjoying the little summer vacation. They'll be back on Monday. But Shannon, you called into Colleen and Bradley earlier this month, live from the floor at San Diego Comic Con. Which and, was amazing. And now you are back. Yes, which was my geek uh, vacation for the year um, kind of thing. Because I normally go to New York Comic Con. So uh, my friend and I, who normally go to that, we decided we were going to focus on San Diego this year because it was the first year we've attended. And it is bananas. I am it surprised that this is the first time that you've ever been to San Diego Comic Con. Well, that's because it's so difficult to get tickets. Yeah. We have tried for five years and never were, never were able to score them. And finally, now we were able to do so. And so we went and we had a great time. And it's interesting to watch because you end up getting like at least like 130,000 extra people that show up in San Diego. And there's uh, not only the things that are going on at the San Diego Convention Center that we all see and read about, but there's all these uh, pop-up uh, uh, things all over San Diego that you can go see as well. So we actually were going, well, what are we going to spend our time doing? Because what a lot of people do is you really want to see what happens in Hall H. Those are the things you read about where the, all the stars and the shows that the come big, in there. The big the pay- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Panels. Panels that you see the, you know, where a lot of these announcements came out. And there weren't as many of the giant ones because we're in between... Marvel properties and Game of Thrones properties. So we didn't have a lot of that, but they still had you know, Aquaman and Jason Momoa's fo- folks that were there. You still got to see the new stuff that was going on with Doctor Who. So there were big things in Hall H, but there are people who, I talked to a lot of people who are in line for those opportunities. They show up the day before. What? They sleep out. So there's all these people and I'm just fascinated. I'm going, okay, what are you waiting for? And some of them, they didn't care. Like they are just so used to that pageantry of what they do is they come here and they bring their tents and their comfy chairs and their sleeping bags and they stand in line and they sleep there to go to the next day's events. That's part of the fun ritual for right. them of and Comic-Con. So, and that's what I think is so great is that regardless of what you live in, there's still whatever little fan world you live in, there's something there that you can still be a part of. And that was amazing to watch, to see all these different people just really enjoying that part of things as well. Did you attend any of the big panels? I only got to see, we only managed to squeak into one, so we did get to see part of the whole Doctor Who thing, which was cool, because my friend and I are both, you know, Who fans. So that was cool, yes, yeah, very, very much a Whovian. So especially with us coming into, like, we have new writers, we have a brand new Doctor, the first female Doctor, that was exciting for me. Um, But it's very difficult for me, because I am such a... I want to keep moving to go, I'm going to sleep out and spend a full day waiting to see something. 
Sure. Because it's just hard for me to do that. Well, because you're thinking while you're waiting in line for I'm the big panel, you're missing. Else. Yes, you have Comic Con FOMO. Right. And, and so, so, how do you alleviate that? So, you're going in Comic Con, you arrive in the convention center in San Diego. So, what are the kinds of we things that you're doing? We were only able to scooch in because it was a slow year, I think. And you just yeah. kind of got to glom into a different line. Otherwise, <laughs> we never would have done wait, it. Wait, wait. So, did you go to Comic Con not having tickets in hand? No, we had going? It's to Comic-Con, because otherwise you can't go. Yeah. Like, you have to have a ticket. But the Hall H, there's different things that you mm-hmm. can sit there and go, okay, I'm going to go get a ticket for that uh, and get yeah. in line for that. So you got into Doctor Who, mm-hmm. and that and was fantastic. And then we went and did other things. Well, and so there were, like, other events that you could go and be part of if you were, uh, if there's different podcasts you do. If you were really a big fan of The Purge, they had a Purge City activation that was set up. There was a, a whole little town set up across the street where they were doing uh, live Fortnite uh, tournaments and you could sign up and play, you know, and go through an experiential thing about the TV show Cloak and Dagger that's on Freeform. So my friend and I did that because they're the sign, you know, they'll put you in these suits and you can actually like pretend that you are getting blasted apart like you do in the TV show. So we chose to do the extra things that you can do. And so I think that if you do that as well, they're if you're willing to stand in line for some of these smaller events, you can still have a great time and keep it moving, I'll say. So if there are experiential like events right, right, because all over town. That's really cool to experience all right. over town because you know you can think of a comic book convention. There's the panels and all of that, but then there's the actual old school I have a booth. Right. I'm selling some merch. Some we comic bought books some great some- art. I bought some comic books from some some independent comic uh, um, uh, um, houses that were out there. So all the stuff I got were from independent people, um, where they're just people like, "Hey, I wrote this book, and here's the storyline." You know, I you know for personally for me, like I focused on the art that was either created by women or people of color because you see less of that. Mm-hmm. And so I'm glad to see more of that at these giant conventions. So those are the things that I'm like it'll be harder for me to buy that. I'm going to get this now. I'm glad you're here. Yes. And so, and they were, you know, girls drawing girls, which is all female run. They were having a meetup later that we could be a part of, or they did a, a, a fashion show and there was this geek couture celebration fashion show. So there's just all this stuff going on, Holly, that was just so fun to be part of that culture. If you're a little kid that grew up reading comic books or watching all these movies and you're like, okay, I, a lot of times you feel like you're an only. Yep. So to go, nope, I'm not an only. There's lots of us. And yes. we're all here hanging out together, having a great time. I think that's the best part of the experience. Oh, that is so fun. If you're just joining us, we're talking with Shannon about her experience at San Diego Comic Con. Now, if anyone is lucky enough to get a ticket for next year's Comic Con, what are some tips that you want to give people who are going out there that are essential to to have a good time, to make the most of it. I think a lot of people, you really go, okay, if I can't get tickets to Saturday, I don't want to go, like the big days. I think if you get tickets to the preview nights, the Wednesday, the Thursdays, definitely go. You still can have a great time and really involve yourself in a lot of these other activities. And, you know, don't be afraid to go, okay, maybe... You know, cosplaying isn't for me this year because yeah. there's so many people. I'm not going to feel comfortable in this. And don't cosplay like you means to do that everything. you're dressing up right. in costume. You don't have to try and do everything. Yeah. There's lots of opportunities for you to go, all right, I decide I'm going to go hang out. And, and now it's so pop culture, um, Holly. It's not all 
deep dive geek stuff like they have a lot they had a lot of things that were going on for other series like Brooklyn Nine-Nine had one of the most attended panels and they're talking about that so there's a little something for everybody so I go just when you get there Google it look for the other activities that are going on some of them are free so you can really make it a much more accessible experience for Mm -hmm. you and just you know look for extra things to do one of the most fun things we did is we sat around at this bar and the guy who played uh, Flash Gordon in the 1980s movie was going to do an appearance at this bar and it was free and we're like you know we were going to find a place to have a cocktail anyway we're going to sit here and meet Sam Jones I mean why why not not? exactly so just be open to the experiences that you may have outside of the convention hall and if this is something on your bucket list, go pursue it. Go to San Diego Comic Con. Yes. Jump in. Now, mm-hmm. speaking of, before we go to break, speaking of doing a deep dive into the world of geek, Miss <laughs> Shannon, you have an exciting new My Talk 1071 podcast that will allow people to do just that. Yes, we have a brand new podcast. It's called Be Our Geek. So we do talk about all of the geekly topics that are out there. <laughs> the geekly topics. Yes. So if you want to, you know, if you want some friends to hang out and talk about Marvel, if you want to talk about all the stuff, you can find us. You just go to podcastone.com and search for Be Our Geek and you're very easy to find it. Excellent. Mm-hmm. So it's you, Miss Shannon, and you have a co-host? Well, yeah, my good friend, Jayton Satia from the Twin Cities Film Fest. And we sit down and we have uh, all kinds of great guests. Like one of my favorite guests so far is we had Dean Edwards who was on. He is the voice of lots of things including he plays donkey in the shrek cartoons so when eddie murphy stopped doing it my friend dean edwards does it he's also a giant star wars geek so we talk about star wars and all things voice actory oh my gosh what's the name of the podcast again be our geeks be our geek on podcast one go and find it fantastic love it all right when we come back ooh. We're going to play a little game. (laughs) This is going to be fun. We're going to play a little game called What Does Jaden Smith Mean? He is giving us the meaning behind behind some of his uh, more interesting tweets. uh, And we're going to figure out what he actually means. We're going to see if Miss Shannon knows. All right. So we're going to play What Does Jaden Smith Mean? When we come back on the other side of this break.